Hello, Jay here. If I could ask, could you give us a little five-star rate in Apple Podcasts? Go on, please. It won't take long. You can just do it now. That'd be lovely. And share the podcast. Tell your friends. Appreciate it. And on today's show, it's just the two of us. Russell and I talk openly about mental health and about how the current COVID situation in Thailand has a very different feel from over a year ago. If you're feeling down or in a dark place, then please reach out to somebody or check out the links in the description below. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast. We should pod like this more often. What, just the two of us? Just the <laughs> two of us. <laughs> um, hello, listener. I thought you were going to break into song with me then. I'm quite disappointed. Oh, was he? Mm. We can't, I was, we'll, we'll do it again. It's just the two of us? <laughs> oh, I, I was the one that was leading yeah. it, was it? Okay, oh, sorry. Love. Um, it is just the two of us today. It is. How do you feel about that? Nervous, excited, all, all of the above. Okay. Both emotions, that's it. Shall I'm ex- quite tired. I'm tired I'm of you. Really fucking tired. Shall I explain the reasons? Uh, feel free to have a crack at it. Okay. Well, Working out a lot. Oh no, no no no! I'm not guessing the reason you're tired. <laughs> I was. I wanted you to guess the reason why it's just the two of us. <laughs> I know why you're tired. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure the listener would like to know why you're tired. And I can tell the listener why you're tired. If you I've been w- working out a lot. You have been working out a lot. There's been a lot of working out going on. Shall we move on? <laughs> Probably a good idea. Okay. <laughs> no, two weeks ago, it was Mental Health Week that I'm sure that nobody knew about or even thought about. And I missed it as well. And it's interesting because you expect things like that pop up. Thanks for knowing about it and not telling us. Um, But you don't see so much of stuff anymore on social. No, that's I don't mean like that. But normally we learn what's going on. Like we know it's Earth Day. Yeah, we're also trying to avoid social media, like the plague at the minute. No, absolutely, we are avoiding social media. But the fact of the matter is, it's um, we would we would see things on social media, so we would have known about it. But there was nothing on mental health. Uh, I noticed it on a couple of other um, podcasts that I've listened to, but also been after the fact as well. I think like a lot of things, they just sort of pass us by. And at the minute, everything is, the, the only topic of discussion for anyone at the minute is fucking COVID, vaccines and lockdowns and blah, blah, blah. That's, that, that's all it is. And on top of that, everyone is completely fed up with all of that. So we're just disengaging from it as best we can and just kind of cracking on but that's kind of meaning we've been stuck in this groundhog day for a year and a half now do you feel and i was thinking about this the other day that when completely i was completely fed up <laughs> yeah not just fed up but when i was going through and when i was learning about the depression side of things we used to talk about feeling that i say we i mentioned to you it felt like i was in a a cloud or a fog hmm. you know there's a cloud above oh, yeah. a dark cloud and you feel in a fog I'm starting to feel like that again. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's because of the depression as such, but it just feels that, that, as you mentioned, the Groundhog Day, it's like we're just in a fog and it just keeps on going. It keeps on rolling and nothing's changing. And a couple of people that I know have never had mental health issues, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. 
But they've mentioned, oh, it feels like I'm in a fog or there's a cloud over me. And it's interesting that people are using that analogy, which people feel when they have mental health, mm-hmm. in a situation right now with this whole COVID but, but, thing. But it all ties in together. So it's not a case of, you know, it's when you talk about sort of mental health issues or depression or, or anxiety on whatever level, it, there's not... There's no sliding scale with it. It's not about you have to experience this to feel this. Everyone reacts differently. So, and the thing with, you know, whether it's you know you as an individual going through a divorce or, or a breakup. Oh, thanks for bringing that up. Just just in case and in, anyone didn't know. Um, Hold on. What? Don't say that because that's not fair. I have not talked about my divorce <laughs> in many podcasts. <laughs> I don't think I mentioned it once on yeah. Jurgen last week. Which is why I thought I'd just bring it up for those new listeners. That didn't know that you went through a divorce. Don't bring that up because that's one of the reasons why I'm feeling right bad yeah. at the moment. <laughs> Which is because we have to talk about this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, in, in, in those those are very obviously specific to individual people that go through these experiences. Whereas this this pandemic is, and unless you happen to be a billionaire, um, who are the only ones that are coming out of this, okay, thanks, Jack. Um, everyone. Well, I don't know. Chemists have done all right. Yeah, but everyone's coming out. Everyone's going through this. In it's not a case of we're all on the same boat because that's an unfair way of putting it. We're all in the same fucking storm um, and dealing with it differently. But we're all in it in different boats. Very much in different boats. Some of us don't have a boat. Some of us don't even have paddles. Cool. You'd be up shit creek, wouldn't you? If you didn't have one of them. Yeah. Good analogy. That thanks. <laughs> um, but do you feel? Because obviously, um, not everyone's suffering, and we know this from. <laughs> and I, I don't want to make this about our friends um but we know this from our friends have been putting posts up about you know and it's all about supporting local and helping local and helping local and i I don't mean it from a financial point of view but what i'm saying is you don't see anything about helping people with just a mental point of view Uh, Uh, or i'm not seeing it because i'm busy you're, you're probably not seeing it and again i'm i think like a lot of people I'm trying to disengage as much as I possibly can from social media. I mean, do I still post stuff? Yes, of course. I mean, I post a lot for work. And Russell, I have to say, some of your posts for Canine Point Academy have been very good. I like some of your pictures. They've been amazing. Thank you. Um, Like a big shout out to Duck Feet Communications for that. I had to think about that for a reason. I'll come into you later. Um, Thank you, Sam. But um, where was I? Yeah, otherwise I'm trying to disengage from seeing what's on social media and all of that. So, of course, obviously, if you're not looking, you're not seeing it. And things sort of pass you by. And also, you know what's going to be there anyway. And just why do I want to get involved in all of that? But then do you not see the positiveness on social media, though, as well? I'm, or and and again, l- being in that funk of I, I struggle to find... You, you want to ask me, is there a positive attribute to social media? Is there fuck? No, but of course not. Yes, there obviously are. But at the moment, everyone's just like, no, nah, not seeing it. Not interested. But if you remember over a year ago everyone. when we started our podcast of positivity, which we did yeah. eight episodes, I think it was, <laughs> um, during the first lockdown, which was very good and was always looking for positive stuff mm-hmm. and trying to bring out the positives. And I felt that the last, a year and a half ago, or a year, year and three months, whatever it was, mm-hmm. the last lockdown in Phuket, of yeah. course, where it wasn't really a big lockdown. It was a, you know, you had to stay within your districts. But at that time, I live in a, I'm very lucky and I live in a, <laughs> I don't want to call it a compound because it sounds yeah. like I'm a prisoner, but I'm not a prisoner. <laughs> but I live in a really nice kind of... Estate. Estate. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Not a car, of course, because that would be silly. But no, I live in a nice estate that's got a swimming pool that we weren't allowed to use for some strange reason. But we had tennis courts and we've got like a three pitch and putt mm. golf course. I'm making my sound, myself sound like amazing. Um, trust me, I'm in Soweto at the back of it. <laughs> yeah. like the big guys <laughs> in the villas Soweto. at the front. 
But the community spirit then, and you know I'm not a community spirit kind of guy, but there was a really nice, we was all out on the lawn. Yeah. We was all running around, you know, social distancing yeah, and all yeah. that bullshit. But we were out and we were doing stuff. You know, the, the, the girls were doing yoga on the tennis court, which did piss off the guys because they wanted to play tennis. Um, but, you know, everyone but the was, was good. Everyone, <laughs> yoga, tennis. Interesting. Um, Yanis. Oh, good he's one. He was a great composer, wasn't he? Well, thank you. Anyway. Oh, it's a car, isn't it? Toyota. <laughs> um, but my point being is everyone was having fun. No, not having fun, but everyone was really embracing it. And, and trying to make the most of a bad trying situation. To make most of it. it just seems that then, and I know that there's a lot of other That's countries that have been in a lot of worse situations than, than, than Phuket and Thailand has as a whole. Yeah. However, in the last few months, or the last month especially, which is after the Songkran situation, mm-hmm. um, no one seems to be doing that as much. No, and... And I've been thinking about this a lot as well. In terms of the first lockdown, and that was, I mean, it's a global pandemic. It's affected everyone to varying degrees. Thailand was very quick off the mark to say, oh, shit, shut the borders, seal up shop, end of. Which at the time, superb decision, well played, absolutely the right thing to do. It's just a shame they didn't do anything after that and try and get things in place to sort of source vaccines and all of that. But that's for a later date. However, Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. For um, but in terms of the the impact of it, it was it was all new back then. I mean, we'd never been through. We've never been through this. This was like, what the fuck's going on? So everything that happened, we were reacting to it. Whether it was hearing the news of how bad things were in Europe, or you know how everything seems to be okay here, then all of a sudden we've been lockdowns here. Then all of a sudden it's district lockdowns, and all of a sudden you can't get to the shops. And yes, it was shit. And you know you got to social distance, you know wear masks, and all these things that were but it was new it was very it was novel and not necessarily in a good way but it was new so you kind of just sort of ran with this sort of what the fuck's going to happen here and in terms of how Phuket and Thailand as a whole has dealt with this we we've been going about our business as normal for the last six nine months I mean all right the economic impact in Phuket and we talk about Phuket because obviously we're here has been massive there is some serious devastation um, where we are and in the area that we're in and in the environment that we're in, we're incredibly lucky. A, and for you and I in terms of our business and, and how we deal with things, we've been very, very lucky, no doubt. We're struggling, we're getting by, but we, we've survived this long, we, we're hanging in there, we're getting through. There's others that have lost everything. And of course, there's people in, in far better situations. But at the end of the day, it's, we've had a very easy ride. To, we, we've gone out for coffees, we've gone to restaurants, we've gone to... To, to the pub we've, we've hung out with people we've been able to do everything that people around the world and have not been able to do people in the UK have been locked down in their houses for months on end just literally not allowed to go out you know things like that we've had it so easy so in this last few months which is and people here are really struggling at the minute with this the, the impact of this and my view is because we've had it so easy and we've been watching the impact of this being so much greater from afar that all of a sudden there's just been this was it the third wave here that it, or whatever it is and now we're kind of being reined back in a little bit that we're not supposed to be going out and seeing people we're not supposed to be you know, mixing groups we're not allowed to do certain things and you kind of think well hang on that, that was our freedom which people haven't had for months and yet you know, here we are in a coffee shop having coffee I can't go to your house but I can sit here and have a coffee with you in all fairness I don't want you at my house 
So, I mean, was that your rules or, you know? <laughs> Listen, I'm not here to debate rules. No, 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 I know. But, um, but I know what you're saying. And also, it's but interesting. But I think that's why it's impacting people more here uh, now. It, it does feel that there's more of a fog now than there was before. But also, if you would go back to the social media side of things, in, in the last lockdown last year, you used to get the, the social media stuff of the guys playing instruments on the balconies in Europe. Du, 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 all this sort of stuff. Because it was new. You know, it was and novel. What's his face was commentating on his yeah, wife yeah, making yeah. a lasagna or whatever it was. I can't remember yeah. the, the whole thing. The dude, dude doing the drums on the BBC. Yeah. It's all that cool stuff. That's gone. Right? And that doesn't seem to be happening as much. Or is it that we're not seeing that because there's now a war in friggin' no. Israel and Gaza or whatever that's yeah, going no, on I about? I think it's, yeah, quite. It's if there's enough to worry about. Let's go bomb the fuck out of each other. We should save that for another podcast. Um... Episode 91, bomb the fuck out of each other. Yeah. <laughs> Look forward to that one. <laughs> yeah. oh, that, do that for the ton. Um, yeah, there we go. Uh, no, I know what you mean. But again, I put that down to back then, it was all novel. It was all new. It was you know, people being creative. exciting. In some ways, yeah. I mean, our, we're, we're dealing with a pandemic that has killed people. So you, you want to be careful how we sort of um, level it. But yeah, in some ways, it was just that... that ex- uh, yeah, I'll use the word excitement, but it's in a quirky way. It's just like, but it was it was new. It was not like, what the fuck's going on? Um, and people just trying to g people up and and do crazy silly things. And it was it was great. In in for in those pockets of moments, it was great seeing people singing on like the the Italians, the opera singers, get on balconies and just singing and or playing music to people and yeah, all of that. Whatever, very, whatever very it was. Sturdy balcony for an sturdy, opera singer. Yeah, sturdy balcony. But yeah, all of that was cool. But we're you know, a year and a bit on from that now. So there's two things in play. One is the novelty has worn the fuck off, right? We're just like, okay, enough's enough. We've, we went through it and first wave, it was all shit. Then everything started to improve again. Then all of a sudden, oh, fuck me, we went on the second wave. Then that started to improve. And oh, fuck, it's a third. And it's just, all right, we, we've been over this roller coaster a few times. We've had enough. The fun stopped. I want to get off. So in terms of let's do some fun stuff and, and all of that, I'm, I'm sure there are people still doing it and trying to be creative and all of that, but the novelty was so far removed from it. It's just like, can we get on? And also for here in Phuket, only a couple of months ago, all the talk was 1st of July, we're opening doors, everything's back to normal and everyone's sort of geeing themselves up that everything's going to be fine. And the, the big opening and the return to quote-unquote normal was literally around the corner. And then all of a sudden wallop there's a few more cases and everyone sort of reigns back in back into restrictions back into your houses you know schools being shut and all of that and it was that we were so tantalizingly close to the supposed end of all of this which in in itself was a complete fucking fallacy but regardless that mental image of we're so close to the end and having that snatched away was just like oh for fuck's sake is this ever going to fucking end and so bringing it back into mental health. But that's, that's but the impact. Is, Everyone's this like, is the, that's the, the, the draining is, element of it. It's just draining is probably the right word. Yeah. So everyone just feels drained. So what's the answer to this? Um, Not to the pandemic, obviously, because we know the answer is vaccination, vaccination, and more vaccinations. And then just carrying the fuck on. But does it just mean, is this because... I think the, uh, to, uh, I don't know where you're going. I think the end game is, is will dovetail and go hand in hand with the dare I say, end of, not the end of the pandemic, but ha- the end of how we're currently dealing with and going through the pandemic. The, the other issue with, when you ask about people here and how we're dealing with this and the, the impact to our um, mental health, the, the bulk of people that we engage with and obviously hang out with are, are expatriates. We're expats ourselves living in a foreign country. The, 
beauty, the ability of being an expat is we know we can be anywhere in the world within a day. If I had to be back in the UK tomorrow, I have a passport, carry-on bag, I could be there. There's no drama, I'll just go. Or if you know, I want to go to, want to go to Singapore for the weekend, yeah, fuck it, let's just go. We're used to that. The ability to just go wherever we want to go, whether we did it or not is a separate issue, but we had the ability to drop out and go whenever we wanted to. That, that ability, that freedom, and that desire, and that um, lack of fear of doing those sort of things is prevalent. And all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, over the last year and a bit, it's been gone. So we've been stuck on the rock. We've been stuck here. Without that ability to... Not Alcatraz, can I just point out? Yeah, not Alcatraz, but close enough. But um, Although if it was Alcatraz, we were in the rock, which character would you be? Oh, that's a good question. Would you, are you Sean Connery or are you... Um, what's his face? Nic- Nicholas Cage. I suppose... I, I, yeah, I would probably go... I'd probably be Sean Connery and you can do the Nick Cage, but... What, you, is there something to be meant by that comment? Yeah, because Nick Cage is a bit of a dick in that film. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Open goal, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Great. When you feel yeah, a bit okay, down, I know come and see Russell. He's always good to put yeah. you down a bit I, more. I know, I, know a few, um, <laughs> I know a few sort of months ago, yeah, people were sort of traveling out to Bangkok or Chiang Mai and stuff like that. Yeah, and that, that did well, didn't and it? That, but yeah, that worked <laughs> out well. So, um, But yeah, in terms of that, we're, we're feeling that much more restricted. And again, you, okay, we had the ability maybe to go to Bangkok or Chiang Mai, but you know that was kind of it. You couldn't obviously leave the country. Um so having that restriction imposed on you has an effect and it might even be subliminal it might even be something you're not consciously aware of it's just that in, i'm I, I just feel chained and like for me personally i very much feel it's like i just feel stuck and i'm sure part of it for me will and i'm very much of the view that i'm glad this latest outbreak happened here now because it's going to ha- if they go ahead with the july opening it is going to happen then we're opening up to the world people are coming in there's going to be more cases because you're going to test more people there'll be more cases it's fucking natural it's a shame that they didn't have their fucking asses in gear here and get the vaccine program ahead of the curve when they had all the opportunity to do so because that those two things go hand in hand the, the covid's not going anywhere it's not a case of oh until the first covid's gone brilliant it's going to be here forever. yay so did you say forever? I did. Um, when did you become a teeny bopper? Yeah, have <laughs> my moments. But no, if, and if that you know that being the case, the the only options we have is either we we've got two options to deal with this. The billionaires of the world all get together and say, you know what, we're going to fund the world's population. We're going to pay them their salaries, and, which they could probably afford to fucking do. So yeah, we can sit at home and watch Netflix all day, not worry about stuff, not have to go to work, but have to work because we're getting paid. I know people like that now. To be I fair. don't think that option is going to happen. So the only other option is we get vaccinated, we open up, and we crack on through. End of story. There's, there's no, we can't keep going. With, oh, we're going to open. Oh, we're going to close. We're going to open. Well, we're going to close. But this is the thing from from a, from a mental health point of view. Um, and obviously, COVID is a, a big driving force behind people's feelings right now, and this and the fog and the and the phase. And, and listen, there are people that are in a lot worse. In, mm. in Thailand yeah. in general there's a lot worse worse, Much situation. worse situation thank you I'm glad you can speak today <laughs> um, than, than we're in and I understand that and there are some great people that are helping them you know they get mentioned a lot well done them but the point for us 
as well, I think, as you, and you just mentioned it. It's like, we're opening, we're not opening. We're going to open, we're not opening. And so you're giving and taking, you're giving and taking, you're giving and taking. So you're, it's sweet, but you're not having it. It's sweet, and it's not having <coughs> it. And when you see now, I talk to my parents, and they're super happy now because... Things are opening up. They, don't, they haven't had this carrot being given to them and taken away, given to them, taken away. It's right, and this is how it's going to work. Mm-hmm. Now, this is not saying that any country's got it right or any country's got it wrong. I'm just talking from, yeah, a, yeah. from, a, from a brain point of view and the way your brain works. When you keep teasing someone, it's how they do it with waterboarding, for Christ's sake. Yeah. You are, but no, waterboarding's not the right... I, I know what you mean, yeah. But you know, you are, you're putting someone under mental pressure but by just, teasing them. And that's how the CIA allegedly <laughs> go and get you know information out of people by teasing and that's how it is right now so i'm seeing my parents who are really happy dad can go and play golf again my my brother could go and stay at their house again you know they can go out for a meal not that they you know <laughs> they couldn't book a table but the point being is it's kind of there's the process has been followed and you get to yes. the end whereas it feels that so for them it's been a long hard slog and to it get has through it and look and but, we, you and I yeah. have been down on the beach during while well, they've been locked in their house yeah. we've been on the beach doing a dog fashion show for Christ's sake which I got criticised about because apparently I was rude I was not rude you were and it was I, totally I was rude and it was quite funny but you know Hugo Hart and Beach and Bubbles that's all I'm saying <laughs> but but the point being is is we forget how lucky we were. Yeah. And at that time, I didn't feel foggy and I didn't feel down and dump and frustrated and tired all the time. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden now, but that's the last point. Month, it's a combination of the novelty's all sort of worn off. We've been riding this and really pretty well in terms of how things were going. Schools are still opening. You know, people can still go to work and go to the beach and do all of these sort of things. And, and not only that, but we're, you know, the vaccines are rolling out, so the programs are obviously working. We're getting towards the end of it. It's this big, full cycle. And then wallop, kind of almost out of nowhere, everything just kind of got ripped right back. And we're like, whoa. And there was talk at some point, and it was just talk and rumor as opposed to anything perhaps official, that, oh, there might be district lockdowns again and, and, and all of this. And everyone's like, what the fuck? So it was kind of like a, a slap in the face selfishly for us here because you know we've had it so good and all of a sudden what the fuck's going on so and yet it, it was that kind of like you know it's it's so close and taken away kind of thing and we're in that kind of funk at the moment and i just kind of i mean everyone globally everyone's dealing with this in different ways in different countries are doing different things so they're going to be like say in the uk it's been one long hard slog and they've been following this plan relentlessly marching through it just like trudging through mud which has been awful for them but they are getting to a certain point um, and yeah things are starting to open so at each milestone is like something gets lifted or something gets opened and it's something to, to look forward to and the it's almost like an advent calendar every yeah, day you walk well, down yeah. you open you get a little the, bit of chocolate the, the, I think the quirk here is we, we do have an end game because I I think in Phuket they are still very much pushing with this 1st of July thing, which for the most part I do agree with. I just wish that the vaccine process was a little bit further ahead because those two have to go hand in hand. But yeah, we have that potential end game. Um, it's just saying how it all kind of plays out. So there's a lot of people feeling frustrated, feeling down, feeling depressed. Foggy. Foggy, mm-hmm. whatever the words are. Um, and I think you and I have done a couple of different podcasts with talking to different people about mental health mm. and, ha- and how to kind of how we got out of it. And I don't want to touch on our experiences and, and what we went through because both you and I have gone through some different Fun things. But I think I wanted to just want us to open it up to the to the listener to say, look, we're probably feeling how you're feeling. 
Um, and look, we're, we're having jokes with Jurgen last week and with Nims a couple of weeks ago, with, with Kristen from Hugo Hart, all, you know, mm. and we're being positive and we're having fun. And I just wondered, it's, well, I didn't wonder, I just thought that I wanted to come on and just say, look, guys, I'm feeling awful right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hide it well. I hide it well. But I thought, it, I want to open it. And if people are suffering, I mean, I just wanted to say... I think that's the, that's the very key point, though, right? And that's, and that's an attribute with a lot of mental health issues in general, that you hide it well. Thanks. I don't mean you. I mean oh. you as in the, 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 the generic <laughs> you. The generic you? Yeah. Mm. There's more of me. There's more of me. Oh, fucking hell. That's worrying. Yeah. That's Even quite, I don't like that. That's quite depressing. Right, <laughs> you only have to put up with me yeah. a couple of hours a week. Yeah. Right? I'm with me <laughs> full all time. The time yeah. right? This brain thing, yeah. this doesn't go away. It doesn't yeah. switch off. Christ, if I was you, I'd move out. Um, I've been trying, mate. <laughs> tried about three years ago. Um, God, I completely lost my train of thought there. We're anyway. talking about feeling foggy and feeling down and hiding it away but and hiding the fact that we're struggling and hiding the fact that we're not doing well. But I think most people do. Well. You know, people that are feeling... I, mean, I, I, would, I would gauge that most people that are feeling uh, depressed, down and what have you, We'll put on. That's all. In, we'll internalize it. We keep that to ourselves. And you might also be, and particularly at a time like this, where you know everyone else around you is either feeling the same or feeling depressed themselves. You don't want to be an extra burden onto them, right? And it's like you know when, if you were going when you were going through your process, when I'm going through mine, I think I don't want to talk to Jay about this because he's got nothing to play at the minute. So when I see you, I'll put on the happy face and yeah, everything's great, mate. Yeah, and we just carry on because I, I want to internalize it and not put pressure on you. So, and same with you know, you know, other friends or people that are close to me and what have you. I won't put it onto them because we're all dealing with this crazy pandemic thing. I don't want to be an extra burden. I've got this, this shit in my head. And I think a lot of people will do that. Whereas the reality is I can sit and say, mate, I'm feeling foggy as fuck right now. I'm feeling stressed. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling like... I fucking hate the world most days and I just don't know what to do about it. And I'll probably get from you that you're feeling exactly the same way as I'll get from so many other people that we're all, it's just up and down. No, and I think you're right. And I think that I walked into um, Villa Market, other markets are available. Well, not all of them. To not be fair. really. Yeah, don't I mean, they the shouldn't be because yeah. you know, social distancing and all don't that. Don't go to the Bangkok <laughs> ones right now. But I was, uh, I and I saw lovely hair, Katie, um, the Hudster. Yeah. And even, you know, and I looked at her, I said, how are you doing? Yeah. And that's kind of the answer everyone's giving. Yeah, it's how are we doing? A, yeah. yeah. And that is, seems to be the, the go-to answer right now. And everyone must be just... We're all, look, we're all in the fucking holding pattern. That, that's all it is. We're in a holding pattern. If you're not a pilot, you wouldn't have no idea what that means. This is my Die Hard 2 reference. Okay, well, it's, if right, you've never watched Die Hard 2, you might need to give it. So circling around Dallas Airport, waiting for Bruce Willis to light up the runway to say, right, we can all come into land. And we're all running very low on fuel. We're all burning fumes here, mate. Just waiting. I'm not entirely sure how or why I managed to segue a Die Hard 2 reference into this, but I'm really pleased that I did. And if you are running, <laughs> if you are running low on fuel, then make sure you come to Bake and have a coffee and yeah. some of their cakes where we are right now. That's Bake in Chantelay. <laughs> Terrific coffee, great cakes. <laughs> That's it. I've done my advert bit. Yeah, there you go. Okay, cool. You get some spicy sauce if you want. I know some people that do some great oh, Caribbean God, man. spicy chili sauce. Yeah. That, it's not the right time not, for that. It's is not it? the right time for that. Yeah. No, but I just wanted to. Um, so this is, listen, this is a different podcast. No, it's not a different podcast because we've done stuff like this before, and we haven't. You and I haven't had a sit down and chat for a long time. How just are put, you? Put the world to right. I'm feeling foggy. I'm feeling <laughs> down. I'm feeling depressed. If yeah. I was being honest with you, I'm feeling right now shit. 
shit. Yeah. I'm tired. There's, there's a lot of that going around. And I tell you to what, be fair, you've got and, kids and, and at home now, right? Well, so. look, look, everyone's got different things. Mm. And this is, um, I think Robin Williams once said, look, be nice to people because you don't mm. know what they're fighting inside. Right? And everyone's got different Worked problems. Worked out well for him. Yeah, not so well, did it? <sighs> Very hairy, he was What a loss. Um, oh, that was just me giving a minute to think about him. That was less than a minute. Um, <laughs> see, you've been to, I was doing a really good conversation then about people who've got different struggles. Yeah, I've got two kids. Mm-hmm. And right now I've got a situation where for the last two weeks it's been absolutely amazing because they've been living with me and it's been great. <laughs> it's been awesome. I've had so much fun with yeah. them. It's Love been non-stop. Yeah. It's great putting them to bed Online every night. Learning. You know, Zahara, can you go to bed now? Zahara, can you go to bed now? Zahara, can you go to bed now? Just go to bed! <laughs> um, but, you know, you've got different things going on. You've mm-hmm. got, you know, you've had in the last few months some big changes, you know, yeah. and that's something that, you know, you've mm-hmm. been working through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so I, it's been tough with kids. and It's been tough having no real help because the help left. And I don't want to go into the reasons, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, w- what's going on in my personal the life. The point but is everyone's got their own the sort po- of battles y- that they're yeah, fighting at yeah. the minute, right? You know, and it's been tough. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm super tired. I'm so pleased the kids are going back to school on mm-hmm. Monday. However... That's the one thing we've all got in common, though, is that we're all equal. You're whatever the individual struggles are. Sorry. Did you say we, you're going to take my kids to school on Monday? No, fuck that. <laughs> the <laughs> we've all got the individual struggles, whatever they may be, be it kids, family, work, whatever. And yeah, there'll be some similarities for for sure. But the the one overarching thing that we're all dealing with is this funk of COVID, and it just is it going to end? When is it going to end? How is it going to end? When are we going to get back to some? resemblance of normality and then even do we want to or should we go back i mean and and this is perhaps an individual topic for a separate podcast is the normality thing because everyone's like we've got to get back to normal we've got to get back to normal when you really fucking think about it do we do we want to go back to how things were now because now would be such a it is the time to start thinking about how things could be perhaps better the the easiest analogy with that is if you think of millions of people, billions of people worldwide, two years ago, if you'd gone to your boss and said, mate, I reckon I can do this from home. Can I work from home half the week or on certain hours during the week? Fuck off. There's no way, just you cannot physically possibly do this job from home. And then all of a sudden, oh, everyone's working from home. No, let me just jump in there. There's some people that are saying they're working for home and they're still getting paid and they're not doing work from home and that pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, there'll be a lot of that. Yeah, but, there is a lot But of no, there's a, there's a lot of people that are doing a lot of work from home. I can have to. Now, I'm, in some cases, it's working out really well. In others, it's really not. I would argue that if there's any teachers listening right now, they would argue they do not want to be online teaching. Most of the teachers I've spoken to fucking hate it. They prefer being in a class and they prefer having engagement with the kids. Well, I, probably, I agree with you. They prefer being in the classroom do, and hate the engagement with the kids. Think, but <laughs> do you think they are, and I don't want to make this about teachers, but you know, do you not think that they might, some of them might be the f- <laughs> happy and they might be doing less work than they were before? So, and again, or is it doing more work? Or did, had they done the more work because at the start of the lockdown for us, it was online, then they went back to school, so they'd already done the planning and stuff? Or I, I, I don't know. You'd have to speak to the individual teachers involved in that. And from... From my my experience of just chatting to them, um, just chatting, yeah, yeah, just the teachers we're talking. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, that yeah. There's it's been a, it's because it's a complete change of mindset and it's a complete change of process of you know how to engage with 
you know, I don't know how many kids I've got in class, say 20 kids, whatever it is. But when you're all in one room together, it's like, Johnny, shut up, Jay, sit down. Just, right, guys, we're going to focus all on this. Whereas when you've got they're all on the screen, it's like you're trying to communicate with different people. Everyone's there. It's no, just, and it, it is true. And then and you the get kids the kids are at home and it's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to go get a drink. Or it's a complete must. Be, not, I'm, I'm telling you how online teaching goes. And I haven't got fucking kids and I don't teach. But it must be a massively different dynamic. Well, I can tell you, because I have got kids, yeah. and we have been doing and online learning, and the first time it was just mental. It yeah. was craziness. No one really knew what was going on. I have to say, it's now happened a couple of times in between, because we, you know, we obviously went back to school. Now you get into yeah. the funk of it, into the cycle. And now it's it. into a cycle, and they're actually really quite cool with it, mm. you know, and look, it's very difficult to keep everyone happy, as we know, and, and keeping parents happy. Yeah. I mean, I've got two kids, and trying to manage two kids who have got lessons at the same time, one six, one nine. At different levels. At different levels, yeah. in different rooms, on two different computers, and there's no way I can control them both. And it, it, it's, it's been, it's so been very tricky. Two things. But also... I say it also doesn't help when you've got someone like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I couldn't give you an example. Every day this week, <laughs> every morning when the kids come on their first, my, my, my youngest one, Ashton, when he comes on his lesson in the morning, I play on my phone, Maya, me, Maya, ho, oh, that song, yeah. right? I play it onto the microphone through the camera and I get <laughs> Ashton's cuddly toys and I do a puppet show for a well until the song ends hello salute it's me your duke and I made something that's free to show you how I be hello hello so that's been happening every morning so that probably teachers probably don't like the fact the idiots like me, and I think I'm the only one that does it, to be yeah. fair, because I haven't seen anyone else. And I'm engaging, which probably isn't the good thing. You're right, teachers probably hate that. Some might like it, some might hate it. it just That's going to depend it's a good on... good song, though. A, a great song, great tune. God, I had two really good points when I completely forgot what they were now. Was it the fact that the English version of that song is, is really hard to sing, because I've been trying to learn it? No, it definitely wasn't that. Okay, but it's really hard to sing. First off, yes. huge shout out to teachers. Huge shout out to teachers. If you in tell general. me they have to get paid more, I'm going to slap you in the face. I'm not going to tell you that. Good. But they do. No, um, they don't. But what I've really enjoyed, and I don't have kids as you, that I'm aware of, that, and you all know. You're this. trying. <laughs> Fucking not. But uh, <laughs> practicing. <laughs> Got in emotions. Um, but it's been teasing. It's teasing. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but it's been. I've taken immense joy from listening to all these parents that have suddenly had the kids at home and particularly last year when it sort of happened the first time that were struggling like I've got these two kids I've got these three kids or this one kid at home and I'm trying to teach them and trying to control them and, and they were just stressed to fuck from having their own children in their own house and I'm like the teachers have those those little shit fuckers of children of yours that you don't want to be around you send them away for eight hours of the day to go to a school and that poor teacher that Poor bastard has to put up with another 20 of them in the same room at the same time. And now you're realizing the sort of shit that they go through. And uh, they have to educate them at the same time. And they're being restricted uh, by how they do that at the same time. Yes and no. But I'm, I'm obviously embellishing all of this. Yeah, no, but I do think absolutely. through all of this, teachers, there's a lot of people that have come out with a lot of credit for all of this. And I think teachers definitely deserve a massive shout out for what they do generally 
in the, in their roles as teachers. I agree, and and I'm not knock. I like my. I'm, <laughs> I'm not knocking teachers, but they also have a, a huge Look. no. But they also have a huge support network around them. Yeah. To be a teacher, anyway, and they do get a long holidays for Christ's sake. They get friggin' three months off during this. With they're summer. putting up with your kids they fucking earn it my kids are good they say yes no they're polite and stuff <laughs> what I have to say right is I don't mind my kids being at home but do you know what it's me trying to work while they're yes. at home as well yeah. so with no, no this is not knocking mums that don't work but then when they're saying oh it's so hard to have my kids here I can't go get my oh, nails yeah, done yeah. I can't go get my masters done it's like seriously shut the uh, fuck up yeah, yeah. right uh, it is fucking hard trying to work as a consultant trying to work with 18 different companies doesn't matter what get, you're doing it, if you're trying it, to work you're trying to work and you've got Ashton in my ear asking me how to spell something which I can't spell myself because so I can't why is Ashton asking you about spelling <laughs> yeah exactly I'm the worst person <laughs> to teach kids about spelling I've learnt more from the phonics lesson than he has to be fair <laughs> anyway mental health we're all a bit mental we are listen just wanted to really have this chat just a bit of a blurb it was just a bit of a blurb just to get it out there and just to say to people, look, we do um, try to mention mental health quite a lot on our podcast. And we do have the links mm-hmm. in the description below <laughs> um, where you can go and check out. Um, there's a one called Calm, a really good one. It's www.calm. Good app. I think it, yeah, it is a great yeah. app. So um, go and search that. And if you are feeling like you're in a fog or in a fluff or just feeling a bit down, then go and check that app out. Mm-hmm. It's um, It's really good. Or... Just do what I'm just doing, which is talking to somebody. On talking on to you, listener, or talking to Russell. Either uh, way. Just now that you've sort of recommended the, the Calm app, do Thanks. you do any things like meditation, breathing exercises, or anything like that? And when I say breathing exercises, I don't mean... <laughs> 420, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't meditate. I don't do much breathing exercises. I don't sleep very much. I, t- I tried doing some breathing stuff at night time. Mm-hmm. Um, not really. I'm not really into that. I, um, for, for me, it was about the, the best thing that I found was to set myself some new challenges and some new goals, yeah. which is what I did with the, with, which is how this podcast came about, yeah. was from, from doing that. Um, getting out there, doing some more filming of some little characters, mm-hmm. doing my you know sketch show that I've been writing. And it's a case of just getting up and just doing that, I think, and finding new, new things. And I think for me... The biggest thing, I always said this when people ask me about mental health, is was setting myself a goal mm-hmm. a, and a challenge and just saying, right, and something that you can do. Because <laughs> yes, uh, I've always wanted a six-pack, right? And I, I always say, right, next year I have a six-pack. That, that is a hell of a thing to try to do, right? It, one, it has to take body genetics into account. Especially when you want to do it overnight. Yeah, and it's not going to happen straight away. You want to set yourself little goals. Uh, I don't know what they'll be. Like learn two words in French or something. I don't know what it is, right? But I just think... Ce soir? <laughs> you probably did. <laughs> you might want to learn that in a different language to be fair. <laughs> I will break you. I must break you. Uh, um, but my point, <laughs> my point by it is set yourself a... Ch- I sound like I'm doing a business kind of... Uh, doing a, a, a TED Talks. Set yourself goals. Set yourself goals. Short-term goals, long-medium goals and long-term goals and that's what you can reach and then you do a little dance. It's, it's but it, it, it's true. It's, but it's, 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 I think it's... For me, it was learning new skills. Whether I take them on board or not, mm-hmm. it didn't matter. But not just going online and learning new skills, physically getting out and doing it. And doing it. Because, yeah, okay, oh, oh, I'm going to go read a new book. I'm gonna, I'm, that, to me, didn't work. I needed to physically get involved okay, in I'm it. Okay, I'm glad you said that because my point was going to be everyone will have a different process. So, and I, I'm asking about breathing and meditation. It doesn't work for you. It, the, the breathing exercises work for me. I can argue there's an element of meditation within it as well, but I'm not big on 
meditating in that respect. I can sit and listen to, for, uh, meditation's interesting because it kind of gets a, a quirky rap in as much that you don't have to sit in a yogi position with your fingers up and just sort of go listen to, and go hum. No, I mean, for me, meditation is just sitting in a quiet room, just listening to some chill out music and just drifting and relaxing just and allowing my mind just to- Oh, I do that with 420. Yeah, quite, just allowing your mind to sort of wander. But everyone has different processes. For me, it was about having a routine but changing the elements of said routine, putting different things in place. And it can be something as simple as, um, you know, do you shower as soon as you get out of the bed in the morning and have your coffee, or do you have a coffee and then go for a shower? Switch it up, change something. Oh, you're in, crazy, man. I know, I just went completely fucking what wild. What could you have a coffee and a shower at the same it, time? I thought about that, but it'd take forever to finish the coffee. Joking aside, making my bed was a big thing for me when three years ago, when I started to- Only three years ago. Only three years, no, <laughs> no, I don't mean like that, but- I've always, I've always made my bed as a child, but Wait making your bed. your bed first thing as you get out of bed. It's an so accomplishment off the bat, right? Yeah, the first thing you've done yeah. in that morning is made your bed. Mm-hmm. And now I have to make my bed, Ashton's bed, and Zahara's <laughs> bed. So I'm, I'm achieving three challenges, <laughs> yeah. you know, in one. Fucking so win. Absolutely. I just sit down I'm for the rest of the day and done, I've done three beds. Yeah. Nothing more to do. But no, it's, it's adding those sort of things or doing certain things differently uh, for... I took on board, yeah, changing up elements of my routine. I sit outside a lot more in the mornings. Uh, just different little things, but they make, it's, and it's the same with anything in life. It's all those little things that add up and make the big things, right? I was getting into a routine, which is slightly changed of, you know, in the evenings doing my breathing exercises and reading, but whatever it is. But I, f- I found that modifying the routine, a house, having something new in, in and of itself adds goals. So I'm, no, I, I can't, just sit here in a funk and be depressed and just do my usual shit. I'm going to do something else, which puts you in a different mindset. Yeah, I'm busy picking up bits of Lego and marbles. Out of your toes. <laughs> yeah, and feeding, cooking. I do want that Millennium Falcon Lego set. I oh. think that, speaking of challenges. Totally come off the, yeah, Russell sent me a picture of a Millennium Falcon Lego set that he wanted. How much was it? 40,000 baht. I think it was like 14, 30, 40, 30, 40, 14 or 40. I can't remember. You now. put a 4 0 to me, unless like you f- added another naught because you were drunk again. No, I think I haven't been drunken forever. I think it was about 40. I haven't been drunken forever. Good England. You sound Thank like you. me. Um, if you are feeling down or feeling a little bit foggy, don't call us. Hey, don't worry about <laughs> yeah, yeah, go and find someone else who cares. We don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. I gotta get up and make breakfast. You know yeah. how hard it is to We've make got a, our own issues to, how do it is to make an omelet <laughs> and cereal and then he gets hungry again, then his lesson's about to start ten minutes and then he You're wants talking to talking about me. No, I'm talking about Ashton. Because I had an omelet and cereal this morning and yeah, I'm still hungry myself. afterwards. And then I have to he has to have a, a different sandwich from what Zahara's having. Oh it's tough, man. And you say teachers have got it hard. They have no doubt. <laughs> On that note, I've upset all the teachers. Again. <laughs> um, check out the links in the description if you are feeling a bit down. A Absolutely. Bit, go and check out the Calm app because it is really good. Um, and, and if, if you you're do feeling have any sadistic enough, email us here yeah, at the show. Yeah, look, listen, if you, if you have any ideas of, of what could help other people, mm-hmm. let us know. Yeah, we're we're happy to shout them out. If you want to come on the podcast and talk about your experiences, or if your goal is to be on the Jada Shark and Friends and Russell podcast, email us. At... Jadashark at gmail.com. There you go. Job done. Should we do the outro? Go no, on, I've just done it. It's Goodbye. the outro. <laughs> That's a good podcast, that. That's a great I'm not podcast. Doing it, I'm not doing an outro on this one. <laughs> Thanks for your time, Russell. Cheers, buddy. Catch you soon. Take it easy. Oh, no, no, no.
no, don't don't finish yet. It's <gasps> it's the lovely head Katie has just walked we in again. We were just talking every about every time. I know. Every single time. She's got great hair. That She's lady got over phenomenal there. hair. That Ladies Hudson. and gentlemen, Katie Hudson. Katie H in the house with we'll beautiful hair. Thank you, Russ. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, bye. Bye. <laughs>